Georgie, coming to you with chats about all aspects of design, creativity and its influence on life. Can I get a whoop whoop? Whoop whoop. This is Creative Clinks. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Creative Quickie. So you're listening to Barbie today and I am going to follow the same theme that our beautiful Georgie left us on, which is let's talk about what I do in my day to day with being an interior designer. So I am going to firstly start off with what I am not, because I feel like there is a preconceived idea about what an interior designer actually does and who they are. So first of all, I am not a color consultant, though, of course, that is part of my job. Secondly, I am not a stylist. And to be honest, I actually feel like I'm really bad at styling. There are some amazing stylists out there, which, you know, could hire to come in and style your home before you put it on the market or someone who can maybe put together like an amazing styling package for your new home. But if I'm being honest, I actually don't think that that's my strength as much as that is a part of my job. And it's like right at the end when I can add some like accessories to a job. It's really not what I do as an interior designer. And it's actually something that I focus very, very little on when I am proposing my services to a client. From my perspective, I'm a commercial interior designer, which means I focus on creating spaces for businesses. And when I talk about a space, I'm talking about an environment that is both functional and aesthetically beautiful that is reflective of my client's brand and turn it from something that maybe is mediocre into a business that is thriving. I am so passionate about design being used for connection. And though that might sound a little bit fluffy to some people, when you think about it, Everything in life revolves around creativity and design and design is it can be quite subconscious for people that are not actually in the industry and and don't quite understand that design literally influences everything we do in our life. So from like Georgie's point of view, when she creates logos or she creates websites, what's she doing? She's creating a connection between a brand and its prospective clients. For me, I'm doing exactly the same thing. However, I'm doing it inside a space. Part of what I say to my clients is that as an interior designer, my job is to to ensure that you look and it feels the way you want to be represented. So that might be something like um, working with their branding department to ensure that uh, their values are displayed through my design concepts. Or it might also be, you know, that could be part of like a, a color palette. It could be a materiality palette. It could be the way something is curved rather than straight lines. For me, it always still comes back just to one thing, which is connection. Nowadays, I feel like, you know, we're in a really tough environment at the moment where it almost feels like, especially over the past few years, people were disconnected from each other. Um, We went through a really hard time and look, there's still, we still are, you know, interest rates are on the rise, but there is still one thing that people do crave and it will always be connection. And whether you realize it or not, connection is probably the reason why you purchase a product or you purchase a service from someone. What is my favorite type of design? Well, I absolutely love hospitality design. 
The reason being is because I feel like my way of escaping is sitting down at a cafe and having a nice cup of coffee or having a nice meal or having a beautiful wine in the evening. So for me, hospitality is just like, uh, honestly, it's the end game. If I could be designing hospitality venues all the time, I would be a happy, happy girl. Having said that, hospitality is also very difficult to design for. Something that I would really love to work on, but have not had the opportunity to do so yet is I would love to work on like a boutique hotel. That's another thing which I absolutely love. Travel is a passion of mine. If you don't know, I worked in the travel industry for 17 years and I honestly believe that why I am so good at my job is because I've had that experience with travel, which has taught me how to deal with so many different types of people to have the ability to look through life with different colored lenses. And travel gives us that. It's Travel is one of the most beautiful things uh, that we should be grateful for in our life. I dearly hope that my daughter gets the travel bug. And that is one thing that I would love for her to experience in her life. Now, what do I do on a day-to-day basis? Uh, Gosh, where do I start? I have that great cup of coffee at one of my favorite coffee shops, of course. That is usually my first thing. Actually, recently I've been, it's obviously I'm in Queensland and the weather is absolutely stunning in winter. So I've been trying to make the effort to, after I have my cup of coffee, before I head home to my office, I go and sit on the beach just for 10 minutes and let the sun on my face, feel the sand between my toes and just appreciate where I live and get some great vitamin D. So I do that. Then I usually come to my office and yes, it's not for everyone, but one of my little rituals is I light incense and I feel like it's a little bit of a cleansing process. Like I feel like it gives me permission to start over every day when I light my incense. So I do that. My husband, Sean jokes about like, how do you sit in your office and smell that? I don't know. And I don't even know if it's great for my lungs, but I do this religiously every day and I do it a couple of times a day. I read any emails and I spend a lot of my time obviously doing modeling in my interior design or architectural programs, which I use. I use Revit and I can be honest and say it is such a complex program. I probably know about 5% of how to use it. It's definitely not something that I find easy, but obviously with practice, um, I will become better and better at it. So I usually do some modeling of floor plans and elevations, um, some uh, spatial plans for my client, uh, depending on where I am within the, um, the process of the design. You know, I might be doing mood boards. I could be doing materiality boards. I could be on the phone to suppliers. And then the fun part is, you know, creating some visualizations. I obviously do that as well. I mean, that's right towards almost when the the design is, is complete, but I really, really love that. And how I create my visualizations, I use some of it through my program in Revit, where I create a little bit of a render, then I import it into Photoshop. And I like to call my style, I guess, kind of like collaging. So I might import my image into Photoshop, then I'll add some more like realistic images into it. I'll create some more shadows if I feel it was missing, or I'll change like the lighting within within the image. 
And yeah, I keep doing that until um, I feel it kind of look, it's a fine line between it looking too realistic and then it also looking like, you know, it's just kind of been lumped together. So for me, I feel like people are starting to really move away from that whole realistic um, imagery that you'll probably see in like real estate agents when you can tell that it's not a real space, but it's been done up to make it look like it's real. And that's great for real estates and, you know, like property development and things like that. But as a whole, the industry is actually moving away from that because let's be honest, we're trying to use our creativity and we want to be able to show a space like that's kind of going to be similar to what's going to be created. But we also don't want it to be like, this is exactly how the space is going to look because the reality is it never looks like that. And what else do I do? Always 100% chatting with my clients. I am talking to my clients multiple times a week. It's super important for me to do that. I feel like communication is the key. As you all know, as much as we feel like we can be great communicators, things get missed. And so it's really important that we let people know what we're doing. Um, Even if it's like, oh, I don't have an update for you. Let them know that you don't have an update for them. So as you know, I have a daughter and and so I kind of work around um, her kindy hours at the moment, which is completely fine. But it wouldn't be unusual to find me down on my computer after she's gone to bed. And I do have a lot of, uh, we used to call them in the travel industry flightmares. I do have a lot of, I've got to think up a name that's kind of relevant for the, de- the, for the design industry. So if anyone knows of one, please like can think of a great name, please let me know. I do wake up in the middle of the night and think, oh my God, I need to email this person or, oh my God, I didn't put that on a plan or something. So that happens to me all the time. There's lots to think about. Uh, lots of project management, which officially we're not allowed to call, but I think we have to call it administration management as an interior designer because we're not project managers, even though that's kind of what we do as well. One of the things that I struggle with in, in this industry is I do struggle sometimes with dealing with people who don't respect design. I definitely struggle with that. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. I can rant on about this for a long time. What else do I struggle with? I struggle with the uncertainty of the ebbs and flows of having my own business and not knowing when the next project's going to come in. Oh God, even a few weeks ago, I was like telling one of my friends, I was starting to really panic and feeling like I wasn't, I didn't have a lot to work on at the moment. And then what happens the next day, the phone rings and all of a sudden I'm busy again. So that's pretty much what I have to accept. I also, I'm one of those people that feels like, oh, I'm only successful if I'm productive. But if anyone is into human design and you have looked into it, I'm a projector, which means that I get a lot done in a very small amount of time, which is great. But then when I'm not constantly busy, I feel like I feel like I'm not being successful and I feel like I've been defeated. But that's part of what happens as a projector. I do things very, very quickly. And then I've got heaps of spare time, which I'm not great at in spare time. So that is pretty much me as an interior designer. Oh, and then of course, you know, opening night of someone's business or relaunching of someone's business is probably one of the most exciting things. And it's also kind of terrifying at the same time. It's like, all you want is for your client just to be successful. And that for this, all the heartache and all the ups and downs that they've gone through during a project to ensure that, you know, they're happy with the outcome and that 
everyone will flock to them and spend lots of money with them. It's really interesting very quickly before I, like, I guess before I started working on my business full time, I remember do, I remember I went and did an internship with um, an interior designer and I remember saying to him, oh my God, you must be so excited. Do you go to all the places that, you, that you've designed and sit there and think, oh, how proud I am? And he's like, oh my God, no, it's the last thing I do. He said, because I go there and I see the things that I wish I could have done differently or I hear people talking about the space themselves and I cringe. So I can tell you that I've done exactly the same, um, especially on a, a project that I finished in the last six months. It is somewhere that um, something that I was very proud of, but also I struggle now to go there and uh, sit there and listen to the comments or I sit there and pick at everything that I feel like maybe could have been done differently. As much as I wish that wasn't the case, it's, I guess it's that um, perfectionist in my, in me that makes me go, Barbie, it could have been better. (laughs) Anyway, that is it. And I hope you have enjoyed this uh, episode of what it is for myself to be an interior designer, what it means to me. And um, we will talk to you soon. For now, we'll leave you with that and have a great week. Cheers. (laughs) 